the shredded cabbage mm-hmm, mix, mm-hmm. like the coleslaw mix. Mm-hmm. Um, and we change up the meat we use. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's like Joseph likes it when it's ground turkey, but we use pork a lot. Eb was going to put me on the ground turkey. She yeah. snuck it on me when we were dating. <laughs> my pasta had ground turkey in it. I didn't even know. Yeah. Well, I uh, I love red meat. Me too. But I, I got, and I love pork. We eat a lot of pork because Joe's, you know, always got something mm. on the smoker. But um, so we do that in uh, some sesame oil and some of that chili crisp oil to make it a little, nice. give it a little heat. There's probably more in the original recipe, but that's, that's what we do. Egg roll in a bowl. Egg roll in a bowl. <laughs> yep. Yeah. After our September of decadence. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we we there's not a celebration that we don't celebrate in so with the exception yeah. of, you know, Gio and Joseph's birthdays. September is one party after another. Well, yeah, big time. And so usually by October we do a dry a cleanse, October. A like <laughs> sober October. Yep. And uh uh trying to get our just our food back to what doesn't make me feel like absolute garbage with all my weird food sensitivities. Uh, so yes, so a couple weeks of meal planning and uh, it's gone pretty well so far. Um, but we <laughs> we're also trying to use up, uh, we're trying to use up stuff that we have in the freezer so that I can go out and, you know, buy and restock it. Like, you know, you don't want to get too old in there. Mm-hmm. Well, when we first joined Costco not too long ago, Y'all went ham in there, didn't you? Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got a pork shoulder in there that's like <laughs> you gotta the get size that. of Carolyn. Come on, you got to get that thing on. So <laughs> I know, like, so he's doing it Thursday. Okay. Yeah, it's been, it's gonna, it's taken like three days to thaw in the fridge. It's so freaking big. Yeah, Costco, yeah. man. You can, oh, you can, we, had a, we, we had Costco in New York. Um, mm-hmm. We loved it. Yeah, I do too. I mean, five people in this house, man. <laughs> yeah, I hear that. Yep. And uh so yeah. So we're having pulled pork sandwiches on Thursday. Everybody fends for themselves on Friday night. So Joe and I are taking our gift certificate down to nah. Yeah. Down to uh oh, that makes me happy. fish. Yeah. That makes me happy. Yeah. And then Saturday pulled pork nachos. Mm. <laughs> when do you guys start playing games for the league? October twenty eighth. Okay. Well, the Michigan-Michigan State game is this weekend. It's a 7.30 game. If oh, you and Ed want to join us, you are welcome. And then, of course, you'll probably get a better offer because you're friends with Tally. But oh, the, the, ga- the game? The game. I I would love you to join us. I would love him to join us. I hope <laughs> I know him by then. Well, that, when, what date is that? That's the Saturday after Thanksgiving every year. Oh, Whatever okay. Thanksgiving okay, weekend okay, is. Okay. It's that Saturday, and it'll be at noon. And uh, we'll have build your own nachos. Yeah, so he he might he might get out of practice early that day because he has practice on Saturday. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if we will too or not. That, but it tickles me that Carolyn's coach about had an aneurysm about Carolyn missing those practice for work. Yeah, because you know it's crunch time. It's crunch time, and I'm excited. Yeah, me too. It's gonna it's gonna be it's gonna be better. Let's back up for one second. Welcome to the dining room <laughs> studio on this chilly Tuesday in Florida. Yeah. I'm Sue O'Lear. And I am Johnny Hampton. And this is the Strongly Worded Podcast.
and uh, I hope it's strongly worded today. I texted you before you came over. Yeah. <laughs> I did not have the time to do the prep that I normally do. Now, back in season one, we used to just pretty much wing it. True. You know, we had a general idea. Yeah. But over time, I've developed a few habits that right. try to help keep us on track or whatever. Um, out the window for today. I, I don't have. <laughs> I have a few chicken scratches. I don't have a single article or super producer Sue has been <laughs> busy with her <laughs> real job. I have my real job is trying to kill me, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I love my and and I actually love these high pressure times. Like I really do thrive under pressure. I do. Um, but there are times, you know, when I get home and just go and, and, uh, some of it hits me, but yeah, this is, uh, I have been through, I'm going through a process at work where our contract is going out for, for bid. And I've been through this before. Uh, and I, you know, I've never lost one. Um, and I don't think I'm going to lose this one, but it's. I'm going to, I'm going to be working for it the next couple of months. So, um, if you see me, tell me to stop frowning, just say, Sue, don't, <laughs> don't frown Everything's fine. <laughs> and I'll stop frowning. Uh, but it's, you know, it's good. It's fall. And you'll notice that these are not Christmas lights yeah, before you. I know right after Halloween, you put them up though. <laughs> I do. I do. But I, I haven't decorated for five. I actually, that's not lit up, but the, I've got fall decora- decorations over there. You get some candy. Kids are going to come by here with all that stuff. I hope so. We get very few trick-or-treaters in this neighborhood. Mm -hmm. We had, I don't know, just a handful last year. Because they all go to, there's certain spots here in town where Mm -hmm. like the whole street or subdivision. The whole neighborhood in Mm -hmm. that one neighborhood goes nuts. Mm -hmm. It's awesome. Yeah. But once was enough for me. I was one and done in that neighborhood. Carolyn will still go back with her friends. Yeah, we used to take Anthony... We used to take Tiara to Sawmill Estates, which is in Benel. Yep. And then we used to take Anthony to this spot off Old King's. I can't remember the name, but a lot of kids. Sugar Mill. Didn't you go to Sugar Mill? Is that, that's, that's where yeah. that's at? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, and and for those of you who don't live here, who are in Uzbekistan, um, <laughs> you know, this neighborhood that we stumbled on, Sugar Mill, when we first lived here, somebody told us to go there and we found it. And Every home in this little neighborhood almost yep. participates, and they do it up. They like, really go all out. They yeah, go it's fun. all out. There's spooky music and mm. fog machines and crazy decorations. One house does makes you know a haunted house in their front yard. I yep. mean, it's just it's incredible. And they're not and they're nice houses. Too. Yes, big nice houses, big nice yards. So we went back the first year we lived here to see. Uh, I thought, oh, maybe they do good Christmas lights afterward. You know, when we were driving, nothing. nothing. <laughs> nope. They, there was hardly a bow or a twinkle to be found in that neighborhood, at least that year. <laughs> but my, my daughter's favorite holiday is Halloween. Really? I didn't know that. Oh, she loves it. She loves spooky season. She loves fall. And uh, we actually are experiencing a little fall here in Florida yeah, right now. It's chilly. Which is yeah, I'll tell. I'm a sweater man. I mean, chilly. I mean, it's, it's sixty something degrees. Well, you and I are both sitting here in our. I got a jacket I, on, and I got a, you know a hoodie mm-hmm. and a shirt on, and we don't turn on the heat until we absolutely have to, and we get the doors open. I mean, I'm just always freaking hot. Yeah, so see, when it gets, I'll cold turn like on this, the heat. In I'm sure I get when I get in the car after this. I bet you I'll heat up the car for a second. I am the worst. Yeah, and I used to like. 
I never did like the cold though. So, mm-hmm. well, I wasn't a cold freak when I lived where there was winter. You know, I I, I enjoy fall. Period. I mean, fall's just yes. cool, but um, but down here. I'm hot. Like winter is my time in Florida <laughs> because you know, so many other things I like to do outside. I'm not doing it. Not 95 degree heat. Yeah. You two thirds of the year. I'm not doing it. Not That's doing true. it. It's like for so many years, I was a morning exerciser before work. I get up early. Now I still do yoga or stretch or stuff like that, but that used to be when I'd go do my cardio or whatever down here. I don't stop sweating until lunchtime. If I do that. Yeah. Because it's like 85 degrees. Yeah. And the humidity, it just gets inside of me and I can't make it stop. But it wasn't always like that. When I first moved here, it wasn't like Miami temperatures. No. Yeah. Just that global warming hoax. No, it's just seasons, Johnny. It's just the change of seasons. (laughs) Before we dig into anything, I I just want to say we talk a lot about politics and the state of the world. Mm -hmm. Um, I am opting not to get in deep about the crisis in Israel right now. Yeah, well, you got to be you got to be real educated to know about that kind of stuff. And I'm just not. Right. I know who I love who's deeply affected by what's going on. Yeah. And I know how. How I feel about that. Um, And. I don't know. I'm afraid of saying something stupid yeah, I'm just, and not knowing it or hurting all, somebody. All these people jump out the window and say stuff and they're not well read. Right. Right. Like, so there, there's certain things that I have beliefs about what's going on there that are simple things like terrorist organizations don't represent countries. Right. Like, I mean, they don't represent like the normal populace of a country. Exactly. We can I, all we can all agree. The on Proud that. Boys do not represent me. Right, Tim, Timothy McVeigh did not represent all of Oklahoma City. Right, right? like these are things we know. We know. Outside this. of that, though, <laughs> but at the same time, I'm not afraid to call a terrorist act a terrorist act. That's what you have to do, right? Like so, these are the these are the things that are simple things that you can talk about. But as far as like the conflict and how far back it goes and who started what, right? I can't. I don't. I don't know enough about it. No. But I have reached out to lots of my friends and said, I don't know what to say, except I love you. I hold space for you. I can't imagine what you're going through. Um, and that's all I got about that yeah. For at this point. I mean, I'm trying to learn. I'm trying to do a lot. I, I know that like I'm, I consider myself a, a liberal right now in my life, like I used to be much more conservative than I am right now, but I'm not sure that I, like I see what liberals are saying in the media and I'm, I'm not sure that reflects my views. So I'm just keeping it. That's because they just, you know, politicians, they politic. That's what they do. They don't, they often don't tell you how they really feel. So Mm -hmm. if they're pro this, then they're going to be pro that no matter what, no matter what's going on, even if they step out of line. No, no. So you can't really, you can't really count on politicians and liberal politicians or liberal they, media. Yeah, they all, you know, some of that is all some of that is it's all theater to me some of it. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Like, you know, like Lindsey Graham is saying, "Oh, you better not do like shut the heck up, man." Like you your old ass saying <laughs> some like, you're <laughs> not helping words. the problem. Mm-hmm. So, you know what's been those first few days, 
I, I walked around with such a lump in my throat. So much of that destruction and pain and trauma was so easily accessible in a way I haven't experienced before. You were in New York and during 9-11. You yeah. saw things that I didn't see on TV. And, you know, you're... So we just saw things at a at a different... And we heard these accounts with it. It, it was different and it was different. Right. Um, and so I formed some opinions right away. And um, it's hard. It's hard to... I don't know. With this one right now, it's just difficult for me because those accounts that we heard in those first few days are like, I'll never forget them. I'll never forget where I was when I heard this or that or the other. And, um, yeah, the best thing I can say is we just need to, we need to be kind to people that are, cause there's going to be people that you know that are on both sides of this issue and you need to be kind and have your listening ears on. Um, because if you know someone who's Jewish and has family in in Israel, or if you know someone who, you know, Palestinian or knows people that live out there in that in that area of the world, they're going to see things from different perspectives. Right. And you're going to have an opinion, but your opinion is not informed. And my opinion doesn't matter. Right, like you're, My you're, opinion you're, matters not. And I guess that's what it boils down to. Yeah, you don't when I a, think about what's going on there, matters not in the world right now. So hopefully we can put our listening ears on and uh, you just feel bad for all the people that are living there. I watched uh, Saturday Night Live, part of Saturday, the new Saturday Night Live this morning. Oh, yeah. And uh, what's his name? Pete Davidson was the host. And he came out and addressed the audience first, just about kind of how weird it is to make jokes when something so mm. messed up is going on. And it, I remembered um, when Saturday Night Live aired for the first time after 9-11. And it was Rudy Giuliani and Lauren Michaels came out and were kind of saying the same thing. Like, why do we... Th- how can we sit here and laugh in the midst of all this tragedy and how, you know, sometimes laughter is the way to cope when things are hard and, and whatever. And, um, well, first off, whoa, Rudy Giuliani has certainly had a, (laughs) a journey. If you're from New York though, it don't surprise you. Yeah. He was never that guy that they made him out to be. Yeah. Yeah. So their joke was like, Lauren Michaels said something about, I don't know. I don't know. There was some joke about giving permission to be funny and Rudy Giuliani saying, why start now? Whatever. Like it lightened the mood and, and everybody went on and and it was interesting to see Pete do the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And that's it. We're going to, it was interesting to see him host. Like he's that big of a star. Pete Davidson. (laughs) I don't know. I'm old. I know. I don't know. I don't know any, I I never know the musical guests or anything. Oh, I know. I I mean, I know. Yeah. But like, I don't, it's not my music anymore. Not my people. <laughs> yeah, they're not making that for me, right? That's true. So we are a strongly worded podcast, but we're gonna we're gonna pivot and focus <laughs> on some more lighthearted things, and and hopefully you stick with us. And it's not that we're ignoring the serious thing in the world. I'm just not. I'm not the one. Yeah. No, I agree one. with that. So let's move on to uh, another train wreck. Um, what's going on with Jada Pinkett Smith? Man, I'm so tired of her. Oh Holy God. cow. I said to someone, one of my friends posted about this on Facebook. 
And I said, has there any, like, so a lot of times, like, especially black people, like, well, we have all, like, people we treat like royalty almost, mm-hmm. right? Like singers like Luther Vandross and, you know, Beyonce. Like, we have, we have people, like, Jada Pinkett was, like, beloved in the black. She was on Different Worlds. She did Jason's lyrics. She was in Set It Off. She married Will Smith. She's just torching all of that. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, like, I don't feel any kind of way for Will Smith because I don't, I, I believe that he read the damn book, right? Like, like she didn't put this book out and he don't know what's in it or she's going to this interview and he doesn't know what she's going to say. But I don't need to hear it. I don't care if you've been separated for seven years. Like, I don't care about you. But some people do. But it's just too much, man. It's too much information. We don't, I don't, I don't care. Like, and, and please, can you let Tupac die? You Seriously. didn't like you didn't get to marry him, champ. Like like what in the world? Mm-hmm. So some people analyze this as like a narcissist circling the drain, like her being in some sort of narcissistic crisis, and like she's. Some people call her the abuser, an abuser in this relationship. I just I I just think people are not self aware, right? Like you know I I don't always jump to the to all that kind of stuff. I just think she thought people would want to know. We don't. Yeah. Like, we already knew. Like, there, you know how much rumors been going around about their marriage? Oh, for sure. And, like, we I, already, and I always say where there's smoke, there's fire. Right. We already knew that things weren't like my marriage. Right. We didn't things need are you. not what they seem. Yeah, we didn't need you to tell. And that's cool. That's your life. Right. Right? If y'all been separated for seven years, but y'all still want to stay married, like, and... It's clear, like, people are like, oh, why don't they get divorced? Like, she's scared she's going to lose money. No, her kids are grown. Mm-hmm. So it's not like she's going to get this big bag of money. I don't know how alimony laws work and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. They don't have a pre... But he wouldn't even mind paying her money, I'm sure. Right. So whatever they want to do is what they want to do. I don't need to know. I do feel for him for some reason. I, I, I have a certain... Soft spot, I guess. It seems as if, and I say it seems as if, she just doesn't respect him, doesn't appreciate the kind of husband or partner that he is, and is always longing for something more. That's what it seems like. Mm -hmm. But again, I don't know. This is just what she's putting out there, Mm -hmm. right? Because it would seem you married Will Smith and how much she loves her and all this kind of stuff, everything would be fine. But again, that's on the out that's right. on the outside looking in. But she has really just taken a torch mm-hmm. to her reputation. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's bad. Mm-hmm. And she's on every damn show. She's at everywhere. Every, she's I mean you should try, like she's trying to sell these books bad. But I've seen some interviews of her where I've seen some genuine emotion. Like one dude was reading what Will Smith said about her in the book and she got teary and she said you see that's why i can't divorce that joker <laughs> because yeah and I, and I understand that right like you know marriage is tough man and i can't imagine being married and you are the, Two world. Of the most famous people in the world <laughs> exactly right like i can't imagine that like well, even their kids are famous i've wondered too about their careers and and you know you you re- read things or you think about people who are both in show business and you know that sort of com- competing careers and I mean 
I don't know when the last time she acted in something was. It's been a minute. Yeah. And it's not going to be anytime soon after all this. Yeah. I mean, and then some people are like, oh, why did he smack Chris Rock? Nah, man. The smack stands. I would have smacked Chris Rock. I don't care. I don't give a damn if they were separated a hundred years. Yeah. You know, and and now you come to find out that she said, like, when he found out they were separated, he tried to get with her. That's why he got smacked. That's why he got smacked. Now we know. Right? Like, so even if they're not together, like, okay, so now you're going to try to get with her when we separated. Now you're going to get up here and talk shit about her. Mm-hmm. You get smacked for that. Yeah. I don't have no sympathy for Chris Rock. Yeah, man, you, you make jokes and you got to stand behind your words. Fuck around and find out. But that's my, my wife's favorite say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, like. So, no, I, I still understand the smack. Don't make Will look soft. But I don't know if I could be married to a woman always talking about another man. That Tupac shit bugs me. I don't know that I could be married to somebody that also had an entanglement with my kid's friend. But I don't. But see, here's the thing. So now I always like I tell this story all the time. Like when, my, when, when Tiara came to me and told me, hey, I. I think I might be bisexual again. And then you, you rewind stuff. So now that I know that they've been separated for a while, I rewind stuff in my mind, right? There was rumors when Will Smith did that movie, I think it was called Focus mm-hmm. with Margot Robbie. There was rumors that he was dealing with Margot Robbie. I think he's probably had some entanglements of his own, but though the girls just ain't said nothing. Right, she just picked the wrong person to have the entanglement with. I guess so. Like, I I can't imagine they were separated all that time, and he's doing nothing. Right. Well, I mean, is it really an affair if they're separated? No, that's that's what I'm saying. No, I I think. Because I mean, the separation happened because or after her entanglement, didn't it? Nah, I don't think so. Oh, I thought I read that. That was. I thought I read that she told Hoda that was when it happened. Oh yeah, maybe. I'm. I'm not an expert. I didn't do my research. I don't have a single article in front of me. I just think for some time they've been living different lives mm-hmm. and they raised their kids. And I think for them, because she was saying like she appreciates him more now, but they had to separate for her to do that. Mm-hmm. Some people are like oh, that. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's a great time to appreciate your husband is when. When you. <laughs> hey, man, I don't know. I don't know how these superstars do. <laughs> it couldn't be me. I mean, I don't know. So that's the thing for me. Like, I just, the Tupac thing is too much for me. I agree. But yeah, she's. I agree. Yeah, they're calling her toxic. All the memes are hilarious yeah. too. But I think she is. But speaking of toxic, you know, who else is releasing a book? Who? Britney Spears. Oh, Britney. So what do you think about Britney? So she went want to get that conservatory ended right conservative conservatorship you think mm-hmm. ended and now she wilding so i expected it for a while mm-hmm. right you know once the the pressure's off and and whatever but the thing that stresses me out about britney is that she doesn't seem to have anybody around her who cares about her you don't think a dad cared huh like post conservatorship Oh, you know what I mean? Like she doesn't have that cousin or whatever that looked for out for then, you know, her, she's got some type of estrangement or distance with every family member. It seems, Uh, you know, it didn't really seem like her marriage was 
super genuine or like he had her best interest at heart. Um, you know, like I just wish she had somebody, it seemed like she had somebody who was really, that wasn't on the payroll. And I don't know how that's possible when you've been in an ivory tower for, <laughs> you know, as long as she yeah. has. Or People whatever. don't understand. Like, I think, you know, nowadays it's always funny. Britney Spears was a huge star. Mm-hmm. Like people, we, I think we tend to forget these things. Like when stars, like clearly she has some mental health issues, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Like we tend to forget just how huge she was. Right. Right. Like she can't, she just can't go anywhere for help. Mm-hmm. Right. Like I, I always think about Bobby Brown, right? One time Whitney Houston got on stage and he called him the king of R&B and everybody thought he was crazy. She was crazy. No, Bobby Brown at one point was mm-hmm. the king of R&B. Like yeah. we forget. And then he got addicted to alcohol and mm-hmm. things started going sideways. Yeah. She needs some help. Um, I'm hoping that she hasn't burned all those bridges because mental health, you have to understand it. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, yep. And some, it's a marathon, not a sprint. But that book is probably going to be crazy. I know. So I was listening to somebody talk about it. You know, it's not like she sat down and clickety clack. Right. You have a ghostwriter. And basically, mm. when you have a ghostwriter, you sit like this and you talk and you tell some stories. And then that ghostwriter goes home and listens to it and tries to make sense of it all. Could you imagine the job of trying to make sense of it all? Uh, you know, can you imagine the conversations Justin Timberlake is having with his wife? <laughs> it's the truth. Ooh, that boy, is the truth. Some story about to come out. Yeah. Well, yeah. A couple tidbits have leaked. That, you know, they had a pregnancy and they terminated a pregnancy. And that was back in the day when Brittany was saying she was saving it till marriage. And people like Barbara Walters were quizzing her on her virginity. I mean, I feel like overall, um, a lot of people let Brittany down. And I don't know. And and this is not the conservatorship. I don't know all of those ins and outs. I'm never gonna. But I mean her image the way she was marketed the way at that period of time those the types of questions and analysis that was acceptable which you know Barbara Walters wouldn't get to sit and talk to a 19 year old about her virginity today like yeah I've heard, I've heard a ra- some radio interviews that were really bad yeah um so Britney Spears is how old now I don't know is she 40 She's in her 30s. Uh, the thing, I'll look it up while you the, talk. The thing about it is these record labels and uh, studios and all that, they think about one thing. Money, making money, money, money. Making money. Money. So now when you look back on it, right, and you always, that, that, again, you always, you look back, how old is she? 41. Right, like, I didn't think she was that much younger than us, right? Like, you look back on it, it's like, damn, should I really be watching a video of a then 14, 15-year-old in a short, you know, like, I know what we're doing. A little schoolgirl outfit. Right. Should we be watching that? Is that normal? It's not normal. They wouldn't do it today. Right. Right? You know, and even our next, she's in, like, you know, I'm a slave for you video. Only do it. <laughs> like, these are, the, these are the things they did to her. Uh-huh. And then... When she wasn't making any more money for them, they were gone. Yeah. She probably couldn't make an album now if she tried. I always wanted her to come out after she stopped the residency. She put a hold on all of that. 
I always kind of hoped she'd come out and do something small, like some small acoustic thing. She, she, I don't know that she will ever be able to sing. I don't know if she has any voice, but she used to be able to sing. Now, yeah. a lot of her music was overproduced and all that kind of stuff. But when she was on Star Search with old Ed, Ed McMahon, she mm. could belt, right? And I always thought that would have been a cool way for her to come out and be a you know, 38, 40-year-old performer is to bring it down. Stop trying to do the big, the big show with all the hoopla. I mean, that's the and diff- just sing. It, that's the difference between her and someone like Miley Cyrus, mm-hmm. who was also huge out of this world. Yeah, but she had parents that kept her grounded. Our parents ain't together no more. That's neither here nor there. But her parents kept her grounded, mm-hmm. and she went through a phase where she was wild. Like she got a song out now called uh, "I Used to Be Young." Great song right but they kept her grounded mm-hmm. and when she was going through stuff they formed like a cocoon around her and yeah. when she was out there in rap videos twerking her <laughs> father wasn't throwing her under the bus right. right like this is stuff that young people go through right mm-hmm. she had a little freedom after coming from hannah montana you gotta look a certain way you gotta act a certain way that's how disney does it right mm-hmm. and now she's making like adult contemporary music mm-hmm. and she does acoustic stuff on youtube and like yep. she also had like dolly parton Mm-hmm. It's like her godmother or something like that. She's got a, a close circle, but Britney does not. Right. You know, there's a lot of people who are child stars that make it. Usher, he's one of them. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, <laughs> he's about to be in a Super Bowl, right? Yeah. His, and his his mom was always around, was his manager, was mm-hmm. making sure, like, oh, you're not going to do this to my son. Mm-hmm. These are the things that you have to have when you're that young. Yep. Britney doesn't have that, so I... I you know, but I want I want to I got some audible credits. I'm going to listen to that book. Oh, hell yeah, I am. <laughs> hell yeah, I am. I'm going to listen to that book. I don't man. care about Jada's, but I will listen to Britney's. Shit. Uh-huh. Man, there's so many rumors. Yeah. So many. And and she'll tell it. Yes, if you I'm telling <laughs> you right now, man, if you are a young producer or star and you had some relations with Britney Spears, uh, mm-hmm. prepare your spouses for it. Here's what I don't want for her. I don't want her to blow through all her money. You know, like I don't I don't want her to get down and out. Like I I want her to save herself before that happens. It'll be some time before that happens though now. Because the was it conserv say that I can't say conservatorship. It. There you go. That was so long i'm sure like protected a lot yeah i think I so. Hope so i had high hopes for for kevin Federline too to be decent but i don't know he, he was, moved to hawaii he was hurt by them yeah they say that he moved to hawaii because the laws allow him to receive child support longer really mm-hmm. yeah hurt people i don't know if that's hurt true. people hurt people yeah you know it seems like he seemed to be a pretty good father you I think that might have been the one for her. Yeah. I don't know. I don't, I don't know the details of the relationship, but I don't. Does he be out here saying a lot of stuff? I don't think he says anything. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, That's I why think I think he, he might have been the yeah. one. Yeah. You know, but yeah. you know they didn't like him. He's a dancer, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? He's beneath her, mm-hmm. and they probably thought he was after something. Should have married Justin, but little did they know. Right. That's why we need the book. <laughs> I'm setting it up for you, Brittany. You know, I've loved Justin until I got old enough to look back at some things and see things differently. Yeah, I mean, like, I don't, when people are young 
and under that young kind and of, dumb. Yeah, under that kind of pressure, like. But I know. don't like when I reanalyze the wardrobe malfunction stuff. Oh man, we could talk about that. Like I have some thoughts on that. Well, um, <laughs> I, I, I got this microphone. Uh, yeah, so <laughs> you could talk into. People always go so hard on him for the wall for that the wardrobe malfunction, right? Like, it's not his fault that America wants to blame a woman more than a man, right? And I'm always like, Michael Jackson came out with an album. Guess who was on the album? Justin Timberlake was mm-hmm. on the album. Mm-hmm. If she has such an issue with him, she even says, like, leave Justin alone. Like, I don't, I don't ever think it was as bad as people think. But I, th- I think people are angry at him because of what society does. So. I... My problem with him isn't what the country said about it all. Mm-hmm. It's what he said about it all. Yeah, but or again, didn't say. I, when you're that, again, like. So, but 20 years later, he still didn't say the right things. I'm yeah. sorry if it affected her. We've talked about apologies like that. Yeah. You know, I, yeah, he, I think back then. I think he was on like what his first album. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he couldn't say to him. I think even now. But I mean, just like I have the benefit of hindsight to re-examine something, so does he. Yeah, but I still don't forgive him for that whole Prince hologram thing on his halftime show. <laughs> I really don't. <laughs> I'm kidding. Yeah, Justin. You know, I like Justin Timberlake. So everybody has, you know. I love him on Saturday Night Live. Oh, he's he's he's, he's hilarious. Yeah, he's funny. I just saw a movie with him on. Uh, mm. Was it Amazon or Apple or something? Might have been Netflix. It was him and uh, Benicio del Toro. It was pretty good. I oh yeah, find that. yeah, it was good. I gotta I look. I gotta look to see what the name of it was. He was in that movie with his wife, Candy. Was it a movie or a series? A limited really? series. Yeah. Him and Jessica Biel. Yeah. Yeah, she was the killer. Oh, she threw him a bone. <laughs> yeah, and he was the cop. Yeah, she threw him a bone because she can act. Yeah. And she's come a long way since Seventh Heaven. That's huh? another child star that made it, right? Like, Yeah, she sort of stayed out of the fray. and She probably throws him a lot of bones. I mean, there's stories about them, too, about catching him holding hands or oh, canoodling an actress. and all that kind oh, of stuff. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Mm-hmm. And she just keeps it. Yeah, between probably, them, he probably was on the couch for a while. Mm-hmm. He apologized immediately. See, well, he apologized yeah. then. You might be right. Rewind <laughs> the tape. Go get him. Go get him, Jackson fans. <laughs> might be right. And I don't want anybody to go get anybody. I mean, I think that whole thing was kind of ridiculous. Oh, I remember, man. I remember like yesterday, boy. I like <laughs> we were, we were. I was watching Super Bowl at my house. Ev had made some dinner. My friend Aaron looked down at his plate. And he missed Janet Jackson's titty. Oh, no. He missed the titty? I, I saw it. I was like, yo, Janet Jackson's titty was just on TV. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Well, He's like, what happened? <laughs> like, yo, he did. Oh. And then it was super news because people yep. saw a titty. Yep. People were. All these Americans were clutching their pearls. <laughs> Because really, where else in the world do they care about a titty like that? Nowhere. Nowhere. No, nowhere. At all. Nope. <laughs> what? What's your favorite Super Bowl halftime show? 
Ooh, I don't know if I have one really. Like a lot of it's so overproduced and so like I have a favorite national anthems. Okay, let's have uh Whitney Houston. Wow. Duh. That comes right. from the duh department. Right. And then yeah. like also Marvin Gaye did one at the NBA All Star game. You, ever, oh. you, ever, you never heard that? It didn't Fitz used to play that one? Oh, I don't know. I feel like Fitz used to use that one. They used it for the uh USA basketball once. Yeah. In a commercial. But yeah, halftime shows, I mean, Prince was obviously great. Yeah, that's my favorite. Um, I watch it every year. And Michael cry. Jackson was great. So have you watched it in recent years? No, it doesn't age well. No, it ages well, but it's just funny how when you talk about super produced, like that was, I mean, it was still marching bandy and like, you know, it was so simple compared to what happens now. It mm-hmm. was um, charming. It was quaint. Like it, I love it. I love it. Yeah, I mean, you know, I like the Dr. Dre one just because oh, it's hip hop. I loved that one. Right? I thought never, that one was so good. Like we never had that real stage, so... Yeah. You know, I probably would lean on those couple of things, but mm-hmm. I mean, Prince was good in the whole lore around it with the rain and the this and the that. Like, he's just a master musician, right? He's just my favorite. He's yeah. just my favorite. Anything, everything, all of it, like did, all of it. Did you used to get in a lot of arguments, Prince versus Michael Jackson? Did you used to mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're so different. For sure, they. I, I mean, they're hard to compare, right? Yeah, because Prince is a real musician. He's like, a genius. Just real. a genius. The mm-hmm. way he could make all those instruments sound like they're just rubbing all up against each other and he'd, he'd play every single one. Like After he died, they released that um, mini thing on YouTube about how he recorded Nothing Compares to You. Mm. And, you know, like he did it all in like four minutes, not really, but like a ridiculously short amount of time and laid down one, two, three, four, eight tracks. And <sighs> Yeah, man, I... I get sad when I think about those people passing away because we have not replaced them. We haven't. And I think about their, like, even somebody like Prince in his last moments was totally alone. Was totally alone. Like, he was found on the floor in the elevator of his home. Like, yeah, leave it to me to bring it way down. But that's what I think about. Like, even somebody as loved, as beloved, as, you know, Prince, as Michael Jackson, as... Sinead O'Connor to a different degree. Like yeah. we didn't love her till she died. Um, you know, yeah. you still die alone. Yeah, and these dudes, we got no replacements for these stars, man. No. This is, like I, I, I ask Anthony all the time, like, like what music do you listen to? Mm-hmm. Like I'll be playing some love songs or whatever, he'll screw up his face. I'm like, what you listening to? Right. Like you got a little girlfriend. What you listening to? Mm-hmm. I mean, you can't listen to freaking. CY Jim, <laughs> like all these ratchet songs. Like, right. I wonder. I do listen to Self Made Geo. <laughs> <laughs> What's going to happen 20 years from now? Who are their people going to be? Right. That's what I wonder. Like, who are the people right now? I don't know. They're making, I think, I blame streaming. It's a blessing and a curse, right? Like, we sat here and talked a couple seasons ago with Tim about. Mm how in so many ways it puts the power to create right in the hands of the creator and you can do it so much more locally like maybe it creates opportunities for people we never know about who don't have that pipeline to you know hollywood or nashville or you know whatever 
But at the same time. And there's some people who take it seriously, right? Like, so Tim is one of those guys, right? Mm-hmm. Like, Mm-hmm. But you know we're we're like we do a podcast, right? We couldn't have done this twenty years ago, but here we are with we mics are. and a box and a, like we <laughs> set shit up, right? Like we're just not right. You know, oh, oh, our first episode sucked. Oh, what we gotta do to get them better? Some people just make disposable stuff, mm-hmm. right? And there's no artistry to it, and that's that's music today to me. Mm-hmm. A lot of the time, like you want to make catchy stuff so they can put on TikToks, yeah. But that stuff is a trend. Trends don't last. Mm-hmm. Right, Michael Jackson. Like they compare now, they say, "Oh, Drake has the most num, same amount of number ones as Michael Jackson." Drake is streaming. I don't have to go to a store, right. save my sixteen ninety nine to mm-hmm. go buy a Drake CD. Mm-hmm. I pay Apple Music or Tidal or whatever, Amazon Music, whatever you prefer, mm-hmm. a certain amount per month, and I get to listen to that joint as many times as I want. Right. If kids today had to save up their money to go buy a Drake album, would they be doing it? Exactly. I don't know. I don't think so, right? Mm-hmm. These were events when our favorite people came out with albums. Yep. And now they're not. Yep. Music is trash. And I'm a grumpy old man, so <laughs> get off my lawn. <laughs> Sound like my husband. Like, 90s hip-hop was the best. I Yes, it was. <laughs> and I try to keep an open mind about the music the kids are listening. I mean, I have a kid that makes it, right? Like, yeah. I try to... I I had to hide a lot of music I listened to for various reasons or, you know, was not able to enjoy it freely necessarily growing up the mm-hmm. way. Never wanted that for my kids because music is meaningful to people like it. It pumps you up before you go to school or, you know, you're studying for a test or I'm on my, dr- you know, like music is important to people. Yeah. So I didn't want to do that, but God, it's garbage. So listen, I, <laughs> I, I listen to a lot of young people like, there's a guy in Benel who's blowing up. I listen mm-hmm. to his music. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I listen to everything, but some of it, like you could tell, like I'm just trying to trying to make this to make some money. And everyone was like that to a certain extent, but there's an artistry to the rappers that we grew up with. Mm-hmm. This is why Nas can make an album at 50 years old. Mm-hmm. I don't know if all these people are going to be able to do that. With streaming also... It's different because I've noticed, at least with my own kids, that they don't always know when a song came out. So, like, Carolyn doesn't realize that this playlist she made that she's listening to, a lot of it is music I listened to in college. (laughs) She doesn't know that song is 15, 20 years old. She just likes the song. (laughs) You know what I mean? And I love that. Like, I love that. I'm sure there, for some people, there is a sort of resurgence of... Yeah, it's like that again. You can just go down a rabbit hole. You can listen to somebody else's playlist on Spotify, and uh, like you know. I put Anthony. Anthony was like, "Oh, Dad, you put me on this song was like three or four years old." <laughs> I'm like, "Dude, this is not new." Right. But yeah, I love it. So, um, switching gears, I also wanted to talk today. We we lost. I mean, we're talking about the greats. We lost another great. Yeah, Suzanne Summers. Oh man, that one hit me. It was sad. Right? Like two of those three are dead now. All three? Joyce DeWitt. I she thought alive? she passed away. No, Joyce DeWitt's alive, isn't she? I don't know. I better Google it. Oh, I thought I, she died not too I'm long pretty. ago. Let's see. Let's see. Joyce DeWitt. Everybody's waiting all over the world. I'm pretty sure. Didn't she just? Yeah, she yeah, she's still alive. Oh, thank goodness. I thought I thought I saw that she commented on it. Yeah, she's okay, seventy four. Okay. I thought 
Yep. She, she died not too long. She ago. is seventy four and she's the last remaining person, right? Like Right. Don Knotts is gone, the Ropers are gone. Yep. Uh, John Ritter died many, many years ago now. Yeah. Oh, that was sad. Yeah. Did Larry die? That's a good qu- No, Larry might Larry still be Dallas, around. Larry Dallas, he might see. still be around. I'm Google, Googling right now. <laughs> it's funny to me to see things like Regal Beagle t-shirts and Target oh, and stuff. Oh, man. <laughs> but, uh, but Suzanne had, um, she was interested. I remember when she talked about her cancer many, 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 many years ago. Still alive, 79. Okay. All right, Larry Dallas, you go. <laughs> um, I don't know his real name. Richard Klein. Richard Klein. That's what it is. It's Richard mm-hmm. Klein. Um, but S- Suzanne talked about breast cancer 30 years ago. Oh, yes. When it wasn't cool. Like when everybody didn't know about it. Like she was one of the first people I knew that had it. And she had a lumpectomy, but she didn't do chemo. Like one of the things that she was really talking about in the press was she was doing alternative medicine. Mm-hmm. And she did it for years. And, you know, she had this, she did have a recurrence of breast cancer, which is eventually this cause of death. But she also had a melanoma on her back and another one. I don't remember, but she, yeah, but she was very, um, she didn't do a lot of the traditional treatments for her cancer. It worked for her. Yeah. She lived a long time. She did. She lived for a long time and they weren't expecting her. Hey, what's up? (laughs) <laughs> Are you looking for a snack? Okay. Did you already have a caramel apple? Caramel okay. apple? What's going on in this house? I did. I brought home. I brought home two. Okay, we're going to pause from the Suzanne Summers for a second. Tomorrow's my son Gio's 21st birthday. Yeah. Um, he he <laughs> loves sweets. Oh. So uh, we'll have birthday cake tomorrow night, but I bought this package of muffins that has Reese's peanut butter cups in them. I can't eat that. That's too sweet for me. For, for me too, but not for them. And then I also brought home a package of, I usually once a fall bring home one package of caramel apples. See, I got to get back to Disney, man. They got good caramel apples at Disney. See, I, I buy the stuff. I don't eat it. I'll, I don't have the sweet tooth that others. Did you just miss me? Oh, you just, you just want to be on a damn show. I You're know. supposed to be going to sleep. <laughs> All right. Well, I love you. I know. Well, we're coming up on it. Yeah, we're 46 minutes, so we got a few minutes left. We're done when your mom says we're done. (laughs) 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 Oh, it's funny. Uh, But anyway, so I, I always thought it was pretty cool, you know, her her use of alternative treatments and stuff. But I was reading this account of her last couple of days Mm. Um, because she had in the last year, I guess had um, a bad hip injury. Oh man. um, And a neck injury. And they say, oddly, I see all this stuff at the same time because Facebook knows I'm preparing for an episode and it reads my thoughts and gives me (laughs) articles um, that, if uh, women or people of a certain age, mm-hmm. and I don't remember exactly what that age is, but she was in her 70s, so yeah. I think that's probably where we're at, um, who break a hip, um, 50% of them don't walk again. 
Wow. And she was, for all intents and purposes, pretty in shape. Like fitness was part of her her thing, mm-hmm. right? And she struggled to walk again after that hip injury. Um, and there was a percentage too, I don't remember what it was, of, of people who eventually die after that broken From hip. complications. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so they, she had just spent six weeks in Chicago with her husband doing some type of intensive treatment for this hip. And they came back on a Monday or whatever, on a Sunday or a Monday, you know, had a few completely normal days. They didn't realize, like, it just, they got home and it just, by Thursday, had this, had overcome her, had hit her hard. I mean, they were planning her birthday party for Sunday or Monday. You know, she her birthday was Monday. Yeah, I think she died, like, what, a, a day before, two days yeah, before? Yeah, a day before. She died Sunday morning and her birthday was Monday. And they just, they didn't expect it. So she, she went downhill fast and by Friday night was, um, uh, what is that consciousness? Like just kind of where you're just sort of below conscious. So she would, she wasn't talking. She didn't have her eyes open, but she was responding. Mm. And then she died Sunday morning. Yeah. Happened fast. R.I.P. Suzanne Summers. I know. Chrissy Snow. Remember the thigh master? Yeah, my generation no, probably knows her, Chrissy Snow. Some people know her from that show Step by Step. Step by Step, yeah. Um, those were her two biggest roles that I knew about. Right. But it, what I always found so interesting about her is she played the dumb blonde on Three's Company, mm-hmm. and she was super articulate right. and she intelligent. Was anything but. <laughs> That was always crazy when I would see her in interviews and like, wow, Mm -hmm. you really should have got every Emmy. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yep. You were acting. (laughs) For real, for real. Mm -hmm. Like, you are not even close to that person. Mm -hmm. It's nuts. Yeah. Sad. I get sad when that stuff happens. I know. I know. I do too. Um, I read an article. And this is the headline. And it'll be surprising to you. I don't know, surprising, but it'll be something to you and me. We won't relate. Most Americans don't follow college or pro sports. That is not, that cannot be true. Pew Research. Bullshit. <laughs> I need to see the data. Are you kidding me? I'm not Most kidding you. Americans? What is that? No way. No way. It's hard to believe. But do people, do, do like minds just... I mean, I, I don't know most people. I know I, most of the people I hang out with or socialize with, I I know because we have some common thing. And right now it's sports. There's no one that I know that doesn't follow sports. Something. Right? Yeah. Like, what what are we talking about? Uh, she, so she's saying don't, are they saying don't follow American sports or sports at all? Most Americans don't follow college or pro sports. So, like, my assistant, Stephanie, what? she doesn't follow sports. So, when they say pro sports, they're not including soccer. Soccer's a pro sport. Mm-hmm. That, that can't be true, man. I'm going to tell you right now, I don't believe it. Why does soccer put you over the top because here people, in the United States? Because there's, there's people who love well, soccer. Well, I know there's people who love what? soccer, but, like, it's a worldwide sport. Right. So, what I'm saying is, even if you know somebody, there's people that I know don't really fuck with basketball. Mm-hmm. But they love tennis. Mm-hmm. Like pickleball is the fastest like, growing sport. 
Like people love ten, like I just I just can't believe that yeah. most Americans don't follow sports. Is are they including are they saying pro team sports? Like I'm, I'm just, like are they talking about MA and like if it's NBA, if they're restricting it to NBA, MLB, NFL, then maybe I believe you. Oh shit! I just messed up the headline. Aha! Let's hear it. What's the What's the real headline? Most Americans don't closely follow professional or college sports. I don't even believe that, Sue. No, <laughs> you know, no. Roughly 115 million people watched the Super Bowl in 2023. Okay, where's the however? Yet for all the fanfare surrounding professional and college sports, most Americans do not closely follow or talk about them, according to a new Pew Research Center survey. No way. About six in ten Americans, sixty-two percent, say they follow professional or college sports not to, not to or not at all closely. Another twenty-one percent say they follow sports somewhat closely, while just sixteen percent follow them extremely or very closely. Okay, first off, where do you fit into that? I follow almost every sport closely. Like I'm a sports fanatic. Yeah. So I'm I'm closely, very closely, super closely. Like I know I, I've fallen off from Major League Baseball a little oh, bit. It's like watching paint dry. No, I, I mean I, I used to love baseball, so I don't follow baseball as much as I used to. Um, so I would probably say somewhat closely for that. Yeah. But NBA, NFL, even NHL, and I don't even watch NHL like that. No, I used to love like, to watch hockey. I know, I know what's up in played. tennis. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I know I'm a sports guy, though. That's mm-hmm. that's how I was raised from my dad. So I'm like not the norm. Mm-hmm. I can sit down and watch any sport and know who I'm watching and all that kind of stuff. I'm not the normal person, but obviously the normal person <laughs> according the no- to pew i mean the normal person i don't know man I, I bet you if you i don't know i just can't believe that yeah america where the winner of all the sports go to the white house we don't fall I, <laughs> right i don't believe it where you know yeah our pro athletes that's interesting make a gazillion dollars and we need to put we, that's that's a poll that that's a poll we need to put in the facebook group for sure Do you follow college or pro sports quote we'll like, do it and then i'll post the article after a couple of days after we get some answers yeah because like i hear in the south they follow what else is there they follow college football like it's religion i know didn't anybody watch friday night lights right like so it, up north we don't do that mm-hmm. but we follow nba like we live knicks and mets and yet i just don't believe it <laughs> like every major city hub like you think mm-hmm. in Atlanta they don't follow the Braves? Like I don't. What are we doing? <laughs> I don't know. I don't believe it, man. <laughs> Sorry, Pew. <laughs> How about that? I and we had some strongly worded topics after all. Yeah, man. And I was nervous. Sorry, Pew. <laughs> I don't believe you. <laughs> Pew. That research stinks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> that's funny. All right. Well, uh, going backwards, because usually we start out with this, but we're a couple weeks away from basketball tryouts because we're going to bring it back local for a second for those of us that listen that are here in Palm Coast. Yeah. And we're almost there. We're almost there. 
Your coach hasn't been announced yet, so I still can't talk about him. I think we could talk about. I don't know what's going on with that. I mean, I, I mean, yeah. I mean, do I need to wait? No, I don't think so. I mean, he's <laughs> he's been here a week. He's been here what a month and a half now. Yeah. So, so yeah, we have a new coach. Um, yeah, his, his name is Coach Michael Talley. Um, if any of you are listening from the state of Michigan, your ears might have pricked up yeah, because he's from, he's from Michigan, played at Michigan. He played at the University of Michigan. He played basketball at the University of Michigan. He played from what, 89 to 92? Yeah. He's, His and, senior year, he he played with the Fab Five. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, and speaking um, as a father now, because he's coaching my son, I'm on the staff, but. My son is a varsity basketball player. Uh, speaking as a, as a father, I think he is going to be great for my son. Um, he's going to push him. He's going to get the most out of Anthony that he can. Now, Anthony has to decide how far he wants to go, but he's going to give him every opportunity, and I think he's going to do that for every single person on the team. Mm-hmm. Um you know, I've spoken to him about personal stuff, life stuff. He's a great guy overall. He's a community guy, a family guy. Um, I think he. I think, I think the the community is gonna love him. They're gonna love the style of basketball he likes to play, and they're gonna love the discipline. Um, so that's something that's. Right there on both sides, boys and girls right now, is the discipline. The yeah, and they, they are nice. um, birds of a feather, those mm-hmm, two. I think so. Um, but let me just say, I am dying to meet this guy. <laughs> yeah, my wife just met him for the first time tonight. I've been practicing not fan fangirling, though. Uh, you know, I've been... Yeah, he, 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 like, he don't really talk about... Like, like with me and Fitz... Um, you know, we had a coach's beat in. He told some stories. We were just kicking back. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? But mm-hmm. he don't really talk about his Michigan stuff like that. Not yet, at least. Um, what I've what I have learned from him because he told a personal story at practice one day that I think he finds the right moments to say mm-hmm. stuff, which I appreciate too because it had an impact. What he mm-hmm. said. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing. With the kids, I mean, you know, we're a young team. Um, I think the girls are young too. Like at mm-hmm. least the people they're gonna depend on. Yep. Are yep. young, um, and so I'm hoping that these guys, both of them, stay for at least three or four years. If they do, I think we'll be good. Yeah, I bet Tally stays longer. Oh, I would love that. Wouldn't that be great? It would be. We have a Michigan man in Palm Coast. I mean. I mean. <sighs> Yeah, he's kept people in his phone that I that are like my celebrities without question. Yeah, without question. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Without. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm yeah. going to a practice. You should. I know. I need to. I've just been so. Yeah, you should. Like so busy, and I, yeah. I, and you know me, especially this year. Yeah. I, I, am careful about that. Yeah, a couple I'm not of hanging around the gym like. A couple of parents crept in today because he's going to be doing varsity practices in the evening. So a couple of parents uh, crept in today, and he's super like shakes everyone's out. Like he's, but Coach Williams is like that too, though. Mm-hmm. You know, he's he's good man, and you know, he's real supportive of me in general mm-hmm. too, which is yep, which is cool, right? So 
Yeah, we're going to get this thing going. We're going to get this thing going. I'm excited. I'm excited. couple weeks. October can't, 30th. Can't wait. Whew. Yep. Then I, can, then I can kill all these haters with all these Flyly United posts. Of all of the people who play for us that we I mean, I've got like a whole series of posts that I want to make, starting with, you know, right what we're doing at the high school. Because that's going to be pretty freaking awesome. And it's going to turn into a pretty freaking awesome Flather United season. I can't wait. It's going to be nice. And you know who you are. You can suck it. (laughs) (laughs) If you're listening out there, I'm talking to you. You can suck it. Um, Gosh. Do I need to put an explicit label on? Oh, <laughs> oh goodness. All right. So ladies and gentlemen, we appreciate you being with us. I will drop been trying to drop on Mondays. Johnny and I are still working hard to make our schedules mesh. I I'm I'm I still think we should pick a time and make people schedule around that. Yeah, we need to do that. We need to do that. He's going to figure out what the best day is. Right. Well, I'm not going to have busy weeknights except for schlepping Carolyn around, but I can always do Sunday. Yeah, I think Sunday would probably be the best day. Yeah, I think so too. We'll just pick a time and we'll just stick to it. All right. Because when we get here, we're good at this. (laughs) (laughs) If I might say so myself. If I say so myself, I think we're good at this. And, and, uh, you know, you guys will get going with your season and, I'll get through what I'm getting through at work and then I'll have more time to promote like we used to. And we'll yeah. do it. We 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 posted yeah. a little. I've had people say to me that they're glad to see see us pop Good. up in their feed again. Good. So yeah. So come find us. Come find us on Instagram, strongly worded pod. Right? I think so. Uh come find us on Facebook. The strongly worded podcast group is our private group that you can come join. We'll get some conversation going. I'm gonna post this article about uh, whether or not about most Americans and how they feel about sports. Stinky research. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Maybe we'll get some TikToks going. I'll give it a go. But uh, we're going to have a lot of exciting things to talk about coming up. I mean, we've got crazy. We didn't even talk about the Speaker of the House craziness. We didn't really touch on many politics today. That's all right. He lost the first round. I I got an alert. (laughs) I'm going to throw my hat in the ring. I need to be. <laughs> you don't got to be a member. <laughs> Let me get these dudes straight. Oh, Lord. We're going to have a lot of Trump stuff to talk about. Man. You know, his, his, one of his trials starts the day after Stu- Super Tuesday. So we'll see how that goes. I mean, we're going to have a lot of stuff and we're not just politics. We proved that today. The day after he wins a bunch of primaries. <laughs> <laughs> Though, is it this year that I, is it, I, who's pulling out of all that? I don't know. I know they changed some of the stuff, but I don't know. We'll get there. (laughs) We're not experts today. Today we're talking about Hollywood and music. Uh, So anyway, come find us. Come find us on social media. Um, Subscribe. Leave us a five-star review. Don't leave us a one-star review. Like, if you don't like us, don't listen. Yeah. But if you like us, leave us a five-star review. I think you can do it on Spotify now, too. If it's a one-star review. We'll know who you are. <laughs> and you can still suck it. Um, <laughs> Lordy B. And uh, we appreciate you uh, hanging out with us. We'll see you next time. <laughs> 
This strongly worded podcast is written and produced by Johnny Hampton and Sue O'Lear. Music production and vocals by Marshall Max Lamont Hamilton and cover art by Samantha Shakes.